Welcome to the Judge John Hodgman Podcast. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. This week, the grandfather clause. Josh brings the case against his partner, Melanie. They recently moved in together. They share their apartment with Josh's aging cat. Josh says the cat's like family to him. It should be afforded certain privileges and comforts. Melanie insists the cat's not a family member. Josh's coddling has to stop. Who's right? Who's wrong? Only one man can decide. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman enters the courtroom. Judge John Hodgman, 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 Judge John Hodgman. Shut your pie hole, shut your pie hole, shut your pie hole. Judge John Hodgman, the internet podcast judge show that's so good, I ask for it by name. Jesse Thorne, please swear them in. Please rise. Raise your right hands. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God or whatever? I do. We do. I do. Very well. Do you swear to abide by Judge John Hodgman's ruling, despite the fact that he himself is half cat? (laughs) Yes. Yes, we do. Judge Hodgman? Josh and Melanie, please be seated. For an immediate summary judgment in one of yours favors, I am praying that your foreignness prevented you from recognizing the piece of culture that I paraphrased as I entered the courtroom. Do you recognize it, Melanie? I don't understand what you're talking about. Very good. Fine. Josh, can you Um, name the piece of culture that I referenced as I entered the courtroom? With the lyrics of being something to do with meow. Uh, yes, you are on the Down. right track. Are you being coy or do you know the answer? Is answer yes or no. It's a meow mix song. I don't know the song, but I've kind of interneted it. Ah, Snowpiercer again. <laughs> Took a gamble. You don't know what I'm. Do you do you know what I'm referring to when I say I was Snowpiercer again? Um, no, I'm terribly uncultured at the moment. So All right, I good. assume it's a film. Then reference. you both lose. Then we yes, must hear the case. <laughs> I did a quick pivot on the cultural reference. Because uh, last last week, last week I made a reference to the movie Snowpiercer, and someone someone recognized it, and it's, ah. it's the first time. I think that that was the first time, Jesse, that's that someone got the cultural reference, and I couldn't back out of it plausibly. Like so they legitimately I got, got it. Got your cultural reference, but I didn't get your reference to the fact that I got your cultural reference. Yes, so I had to go meta. Oh my god, that's hard reception. Do you not know the Meow Mix theme song, Melanie? I don't know, man. The, Be quiet, know, internet, Josh. Stuff gets in here. Shh. Oh, excuse me, sir. Melanie. Yes. Were you? Are you not familiar with the Meow Mix theme song? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Right, that is because they're too. It's not. It's a jingle, an advertising song for a cat food in America called Meow Mix. You didn't recognize it because no, I didn't. because one, you are not American. You are. Uh, are you English? Do I do I guess correctly? Yes. Right? And you're not a crazy cat person like Josh, correct? Correct. Absolutely. All right. You bring this case and seek justice from this court, Melanie. Yes. And Josh has a cat. Uh, You have have decided to cohabitate. The cat is in your house and you want to kill it, correct? Yes. Yes. Oh. (laughs) You You want to have the cat murdered? Not by myself. Maybe by third party. What is the problem with this cat? First of all, what is the cat's name? It. Is that true, Josh? Uh, no, the cat's name is the cheat. The cheat. Oh, this is must be a must be a reference to uh, to uh, Homestar Runner, the famous yeah. web series by the by the brothers Chaps. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. 
Oh, well, that I didn't like that. <laughs> Were you doing? Is that your imitation of the cheat? Yes. The cheat yes. is a character in a, in the in the great and now is it no retired web I series. I believe it's returned, hasn't it? It's it's retired turned. It went away for a while and it's back now. It's very very funny. Uh, particularly uh, the the strong bad emails was always one of my favorite things. Very funny. Uh, ten years ago, I would listen to a strong bad email, or watch one of those things, and then I would I would I would listen to a to a Sound of Young America, and that was well not ten years ago. I guess this had to have been in two thousand five or say. Well, there we go. Here we go. Two thousand six or so. In any case, you guys, that's uh, a funny name for a cat. Esoteric. Is it a boy cat or a girl cat, Josh? It, it's a boy cat. He also has a middle name. Uh, brother. I told you he was crazy. What is the middle name of the cat? Uh, Risner, after the Nine Inch Nails frontman, Trent Risner. This, this is not going to go well for you, Josh. Sorry about that. I told you. Resner, after former American president William Howard Taft. <laughs> the cheat, Resner, and then... Presumably his last name is your last name, Josh? That's right. Yes, a family name. Yeah, oh, right, right. Um, and uh, uh, how long have you had this cat, Josh? Uh, for 12 years. Um, well, no, that's not true. So maybe 11 years, six months. We, we adopted him from his crazy mother, uh, who was owned by a crazy friend of ours. So a long time, 12 years. So the cat is about 12 years old. You've had him since he was a kitten? Yes, his All birthday right. is St. Patrick's Day. What kind of cat oh. is he? A British short hair? Yes, a ginger and white. A ginger and white British. The British short hair cats are the most adorable cats of all time. Basically. American really? short hair cats looks like, look like jerks next to British short hair cats. He also just pulled the micro- earphone out of my ear. Oh, is the cat? Hi. Wait a minute. Yeah, what? he's joined us now. But no. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> no, I don't want the cat cheap. to be part of a podcast. We're, no. we're we're adult humans now. Do you understand? Yes. Okay. This is, I think, is the crux of the issue, Melanie. I appreciate that you're being facetious when you suggest that I order a third party to murder the cat. I'm serious. You would like the? Would you seriously like the cat to be put down? No. Well, right. uh, mm, you've put me on a spot. What is the what is the problem with the cat in specific detail? Not just it exists or it's a cat or I hate it. It's smelly. Mm-hmm. It's old. Mm-hmm. It's attention seeking. It leaves hair all over the house. Yes. It uses a litter tray that is not frequently emptied. Yes. It meows loudly. It's yes. manipulative. It pees everywhere. Yeah. It to drives me crazy. Fair. So you're saying Hodgman does not meow loudly. No, she's talking about. I'm sorry, I was sort of spaced out. There. No, she, she was. She was talking. She was talking about uh, Trent Reznor, the cheat. Oh, gotcha. Esquire. He's utterly revolting. What you're saying is he's a cat. Yes. You and Josh are a, a romantically paired couple. Is that correct? At the moment, yes. Ah, uh, and how long have you been in a uh, romantic pairing? Two years. And have you begun to cohabitate? Recently, in the last nine months, yes, and with the cat. And did you did you move into his? Look, I'm going to show you guys how up I am on uh, on foreign terminology. Did you move into his flat, or did he move into your flat? He bought a house and said I could move in with him. 
Oh, okay. So you you have moved into a well. It, it's a house that he bought with his money, though, right? And you're not and you're not married. Correct. All right. And uh, and uh, uh, did you know that he had this cat before you moved in, or did he surprise? Yes, I him? did. Did you surprise? I knew about the cat, and you never liked the cat. Not really. No, I pretended in the beginning. Obviously, when you're courting, sure, you pretend to like the other partner's right. hobbies. When you're getting to know, when you're getting to know someone that you might spend your life with, you start with deception. I agree totally. Right. Uh, you pretended to like the cat. How would you pretend to like the cat? Would you would you pet it and then quietly? No, I I've never really touched it. I would just be like, "Oh, he's so cute." Oh God, and um, I just I just you know how women are like. We just lie. I pretended to like this animal. And now and now the time for lying is is over because you've got you figure you've got Josh hooked and it doesn't matter anymore and you can finally reveal your true monstrous self or yes. the time for lying is over because you're moved in together and there are certain things that the cat is doing that drive you crazy that can be fixed in some way. Both. What specific things would you have me order the cat? be prohibited from doing as best you can prohibit a Entering cat Entering the doing. bedroom in the morning. Yes. Going to do a sh- and then jump into our bed. Right. Um, meowing very loudly, peeing everywhere, leaving hair everywhere, just existing really. Right. You started- so those aren't very manageable <laughs> things. Some of those are maybe could be altered. Right. I, I know, mean, but it's not my cat. It's not my job. Like, are you suggesting that the cat should be shaved down so it doesn't leave hair everywhere? I, I think it should maybe carry a portable Hoover. How do you call it? Vacuum. Vacuum. Yeah, Hoover is a brand, is a brand name that has become yes. A, pardon me. That, yes. that has become that has become a a, a a a generic name in the United yes. Kingdom, but over here it is still a brand name, and we do not. Buzz market specific brand names, unless they're Utz brand potato chips and other snacks. Utz, the non-sponsor of this show that I love so much that I will that I will keep talking about them until I guilt them into sponsoring them. Utz, I love you, and you're dead to me, Moxie. Sorry, that was just a little that was a little station break that we had to do. Some brands you've never heard of. Never heard of them. So your complaint, it sounds to me, Melanie, is as yeah. much with the the cat's uh, owner as with the cat itself. Is that correct? True. And also, I know that all of Josh's ex girlfriends liked like cats, and I'm the first woman he's met that doesn't like cats. Uh, Josh, how many girlfriends have you had that love your cat? All of them. Um, I've only had my cat whilst in the company of. Uh, under under three ladies. Josh, you've decided to make a change in your life by dating an extremely mean woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I was getting it way too easy. And I can and and it must be exhilarating, an exhilarating challenge to live. It ain't boring with a with a with a woman who's who 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 speaks her mind so bluntly. I don't want to share my bed. I'm about to. With cr- a cat. I'm about to cry. I'm. I'm feeling like I'm about to cry. But I understand, Melanie. Melanie, I'm a little afraid of saying this, but could you shut your pie hole for a minute while Sorry. the judge talks? Sorry. Uh, Josh, uh, uh, I I had a cat. Uh, my cat Petey died recently. Uh, oh, I'm was, sorry. Well, by dying, I mean I I I took him. To a 
to an office to have him professionally poisoned because he was 18 years old and couldn't stand up anymore. These things happen. Um, but uh, but I also had a cat that uh, that had uh, difficulty uh, being mm, uh, nice <laughs> or, or cute, uh, who was very loud. Um, depending on his diet, could smell very badly, uh, and could be very and could and was frustratingly needy for a cat because when you get a cat. You don't uh, you don't expect it to be needy. You expect it to uh, hate you. Yes. Uh, and yet it sounds as though the cheat Resner, your last name, uh, is is somewhat more doggish than cattish. Is that true? Is is Melanie's depiction of your cat true? Um, I this is the thing. I I ceased a long time ago to see him as cat, and he's just this little presence now. And I we do some doggy things together, like playing, and we do some cat things, like. He takes a poop somewhere and I have to clean it up and then he hates me and goes away. I would say that that's but, a doggy thing. You understand? Because cats... But they still love you and he, he just... No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no but, malice. But, but, but uh, cats typically defecate, urinate and defecate in a box called a what we call a litter box, but which you call a lorry tram or something, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, that, and, they, and they don't typically... Uh, defecate or urinate outside of that box unless there is a problem, either physical or psychological with the cat. How often does your cat urinate or defecate outside of its litter box? Um, yeah, he's been peeing. May I relate a little of the saga to, of the cheat to explain? You may. I'll allow the saga of the cheat. Cue the saga of the cheat music, please. The Cheetus Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the Gardens of the North, lived in Streatham with a vast area to maintain. He had territories extending five, six, seven gardens away. He competed with many fine animals for these territories and he became cock of the walk. He became the ultimate military commander in the area. He enjoyed total freedom to roam as he may and he uh, went where he would, as it were, and uh, we didn't need to keep a litter tray. Long story short, he used to be a wonderful mouser he used to have a lot of free reign. Since then, we've moved to a much smaller place. We don't have a garden as such, although he can go out. I had been originally trying to get him to go outside by not cleaning the litter tray quite as much, so he would prefer to go outside. That is a bit of a shoddy excuse, and I he's now got into the routine of using the litter, litter tray, so I guess that's fine. But the peeing is other cats. We seem to have moved from an area where he was the king to the area where he is a wanted criminal on the run from many people and there is a huge population of cats in the new neighborhood and he is the old guy trying to cut it with the new cats and he's been very territorial and we found other cats coming in also to pee he has been peeing too though. other cats coming into your coming into your home yeah which scares the hell out of him uh it scares the hell out of me i know i we would endure this uh, no, I guess we wouldn't. Jeff, this if we didn't have a cat, because I wouldn't have put a cat flap in. <laughs> yeah, you, the cat flap. You're you're all you're all being you're all being bullied and gaslit by a cat gang. Yeah, what, man. This is like this is like was attacked on this is like by a, a home a black invasion cat. horror movie. It was like the strangers with cats. 
Why do you have a door to close or a window? I put the cat flap in before I realized the extent of the situation. I might reconsider it. Although we can lock it and we do lock it. But they're co- they're co- the cats are coming in through the through the cat flap. Is that correct? Yeah, well, yeah. not anymore. We lock it at nights now. So right. it's less of a problem and he's got a little better about it. But when they do get in, yeah, you find him peeing. They're coming They're coming in to taunt your elderly cat. I know. Get out of here, old man. This is our place. It's our time now. Yeah, man. Oh, all right. Well, I, I love your prepared statement, honestly. I normally don't go for the prepared statements. <laughs> but that was a beautiful. I, I'm like, I, I think you should write that, you know, uh, I, I feel like that's pretty good. Uh, you pitch that as an HBO show. Well, I could talk about the cheat all day. So could I. You had to have understood, given what, given the performance that we both just endured, Melanie. Yeah. That this cat was a huge part of this man that you feel your version of love for. True, but I don't want that cat in my bed when I wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. He wants to share the bed with the cat, and I am not into threesomes. I want just my boyfriend and I don't want any other except mine. I just don't want to share a bed with an animal. It's gross. It's disgusting. I want to wake up in the morning and kiss my boyfriend and not have some slobbering, smelly animal between. Did you ever have a pet growing up? Never. Of course not. I like, I don't like animals. I like animals on my plate or in a nice fur coat. I don't want to live with one. I, I, you make a very strong case, but yes. you know my concern is, and and everyone deserves to have their strong opinions, and everyone deserves to not have a, you know the since since my cat Petey was professionally poisoned by a doctor, and then <laughs> and then we offshored uh, we offshored uh, sugar our last remaining hamster to the neighbor girl, <laughs> and then Oops. sugar sugar finally died of old age, and now I am pet free. For oh. the first time in, you know, 20 years. Uh, well, 17 with Petey, right? And then, yeah, so 17 years, right? So, and it's a, it's a remarkable feeling, uh, Josh. I have to tell you um, that uh, when, you, when you cohabitate with a cat, nature's perfect parasite – and yeah. it's got its it's got its ta- toxoplasmotic paws on your psyche, <laughs> and you think and you, like you you forget what it's like to have the free agency of an adult human to be able to leave uh, uh, whenever you want and and uh, and to not have to touch another creature's f- feces um, <laughs> to uh, you know to to. You can go away for a month or whatever and not have to worry about whether the cat, you know, find someone to take care of the cat and then worry about how much that cat is going to hate and judge you once you come back, you know, for leaving it. Um, You are not going to be constantly silently judged all the time uh, and found wanting by that cat. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, there is a real pleasure that comes in not having a pet. And I, I, so I, I understand your point of view, Melanie, but you have to, you have to acknowledge that you went into this relationship eyes open, right? Yes. But I went into a relationship with a human, with a man, 
I didn't go into a relationship with another with an animal as well. When this isn't reads, a three-way relationship. It's when, between uh, me I and my understand. boyfriend. I understand. But when he – but, you know, this is a man who has a you, – you marry the man, you marry his passions. When he when he reads a, a, a long-prepared statement, the, the saga of the cheat and all of those names – um, did you not know that that was the man you were that you were following in love with, or has this been a, a terrible reveal to you? I don't know. I'm just shocked by it. Here's the question that I have, Melanie: Is there yes. any way? I mean, you obviously would like to bar the cat from the bedroom. Yes. All right. Let's start there. Josh, is that acceptable to you? This is the crux of the issue. Yes. I love getting to the crux. They call me the crux finder. <laughs> I listen. When I'm listening, I'm always like, where's the crux? Where's the crux? Where's the crux? Then I get my crux clacks on going, ooga, ooga, there it is, the crux of the issue. Why don't you bar why don't you bar the cheat from the bedroom, Josh? Um this is the thing. I already do. I'm just railing against it. I wish for territorial gains for the cheat. Um because he makes an awful racket trying to get in. Yeah. Going uh, to my ears, I love you, Father. Father, why have you forsaken me? Let me in. No, that's not what happens because cats can't speak English. Yeah, it, it sounds like meh, 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 yeah. meh, yeah. meh. But that is what it means. I know it in the depths <laughs> and of And scratching soul. and then he'll jump on the bed and then he'll leave dirt everywhere. And he'll dribble in my face and all these things. And I, I, I must admit, I just like these things. These but he's like used to it. of his love for yeah. me. You like, yeah, you're very, the, the two of you are very bonded obviously yeah and he will and so when you finally open the door then he will jump on you well not yeah. on me oh, unless he's been fed cat or bonded okay that makes sense <laughs> yeah. unless he's been fed in truth he he just shouts for me and wants someone to give it to him and if melanie feeds him well, what is the, it's absolutely fine but what I still, is the he layout still comes of, back and say hi but so he is already barred from the bedroom so melanie he you is. have you have you have one on that note do you feel yeah. that enforcement is not sufficiently consistent of this rule? I know that when I don't stay over, he sleeps with the cat in the bed. I know that. I would like fact. the cheat to have a little chitty bed in the bedroom. No way. Because he scratches. Oh, yeah. And another thing, he has fleas. He scratches and licks himself. It's And it makes my skin crawl. And he, I can't sleep if I can hear someone licking themselves. Well, there now we finally found some common ground between you and me, Melanie. I can't, I can't either. <laughs> just it's the, horrible. Just lick, the, lick, lick, lick. Just the the thought the thought of an adult human licking himself it's is enough gross. to keep me awake at night. A cat, I don't mind it so much. But right, okay, you have a you have a deep like this is not a joke, right? You're not playing this up for mm -hmm. what you consider to be comedic effect. This is a true aversion that you're expressing, right? And the, the feelings and the, the strength with which you're expressing these feelings is, is an accurate gauge of your feelings, right? This is not part of a, part no, of a like, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna amp, I'm not going to amp this up for the, for the podcast or anything like that, no, right? No, no, no. Right. I am, you can ask anyone. I, I'm, I'm a very vocal, opinionated person. I appreciate that. And all right, so I just, I just want to make sure, because, you know, I tend to... You know, I, I, as I say, that one of the tenets of the podcast is people like what they like. But the the flip side of that, of, of course, is like if, if people have honest repulsion to certain things, and I I would like them to not have to be uh, uh, exposed to the things that repulse them. 
Do you know what I mean? People should be able to not be exposed to the things that repulse them. The problem, obviously, here is that this is, you know, this is more than just does the cat come into the bedroom. Josh loves the cat to an extent uh, that giving you what you want will mean denying him what he wants uh, on some level. Do you know what I mean? There is a zero sumness to this game. And I dare any of you listening to write in and tell me I use zero sum incorrectly. Because what this really comes down to, Melanie, is Mm -hmm. you find cats repulsive in general and this one specifically. Yes, because I don't think he's looked after properly either. He's neglected. Well, but but you're forcing you're you're forcing Josh to neglect him, aren't you? No. All right. So what? What could what is Josh doing wrong as a cat owner? He is not emptying the litter tray on a frequent basis. Yeah, that's because he's got this whole in, this whole incredible scheme that that's going to convince <laughs> the cheat to go outside more often, which it's you now working. admit was wrong, right? I do. That How often wrong. do you clean that litter box? Oh, every Tell the truth. Two days. Maybe three I, if I'm a bad person. I, I, I think that's pretty good, but – in my, in my experience, but let me tell you something. I'm 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 hesitant to go down this road, Melanie, because I feel like you're throwing up a faint, uh, a, a a fake argument about him being a a, a a poor cat owner. When the reality is, and this is where zero sum comes into it, you would never be perfectly satisfied, and it is okay for you to never be perfectly satisfied until there is no cat. I don't know what to say. I would be happy. I. I I would be happier if there was less hair around the house mm-hmm. and Josh cleaned after the cat and cleaned the litter. It shouldn't be my job. How, That's not my job. Uh, and and uh, Josh, are you asking her to do those things? Not Either directly really, or by she inaction? Does rather, she does have a rather reflexive habit with housework. Yeah, yeah, because I don't the, want cat hair on my yeah, clothes. Yeah, so that's that's the, like, oh, yeah, well, she's she's cleaning up <laughs> cat hair anyway. It's gross. Yeah, you are asking you are asking her to take care of your animal through inaction. Yeah, I bought a mini Hoover. Yeah, but it doesn't work on the bed. Doesn't it's not very good, is it? I'm still sweeping. No, it's rubbish. I'm going to buy a better one. Do you? Do you? How large is the? How large is the hum? Uh, well, we got a Dyson. It's a small handheld one. They're crap. No, no. How large is your home? Excuse me. Home. It's a two bed. A uh, two-bed house. A well, single house. floor, two floors? Two floors. Mm-hmm. The roof yeah. terrace. Woo. Very nice. And you, a small garden that is patrolled by enemy cats. No garden. It's a, a back patio. alley. It's the archetypal cat territory. Um, you you and the cheat lived in bucolic bliss at some point where he had, re- he had free reign over many gardens and had conquered many lands. Yes, indeed, Bistretum. And was that, was that a more rural area? No, actually, it was further into town. Uh, we just had a, a more extensive property there, uh, which was uh, subdivided. And I took this house, and my sibling has got other stuff. I see. And 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 so, uh, d- but but uh, but uh, the cheat goes outside still. Yeah, but I have mm-hmm. to let him. Um, if we have to keep the cat flap locked at nights, uh, I have to let him go outside and wait for him to come back in. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I thought I could get him used to going business outside. Right. Okay. Uh, so, uh, again, looking towards a solution to this problem that does not involve cat murder, (laughs) you know, in some couples that would be an option. I'm not, I'm not, when I say cat murder, I am not necessarily, 
you know. There will be no cat murder. No, there there will be be no cat murder, of course not. But I mean, you know, like short of giving the cat to a new home or something happening, what, what would be satisfactory to Melanie? So what I'm hearing so far is barred from the bedroom all the time, not just yes. when she's staying there, but all the time. Correct, Melanie? Yeah, I don't uh, want it in the day. I don't want him at night. I don't want him in the morning. I want the door shut and I don't want him going in there, leaving hair in my makeup or my clothes, leaving dirt on my duvet or my pillows. I right. don't want cat evidence in one room in the house. I just want, please. And generally speaking, better management of cat detritus in the rest of the home as well? Indeed, completely. Uh, and Josh, do you stand against those demands? Do you counter-argue uh, those demands? I would love to have him have free room at the house. It's the nicest room in the house. It has a little ledge where he can sit. And I, I uh, submitted some evidence of him looking absolutely adorable, looking at his uh, what's-names on Melanie's pillow. Ugh. I don't have that. Bailiff Jesse, do you have that evidence before you? I do. Well, I'm You're going to look at the evidence right. now. We'll, of course, make this evidence available on the episode post at MaximumFun.org. So I would submit for evidence that he is extremely adorable and should be acceded to in most things. I am, of course, fully taken over by the cat parasite. Well, first, <laughs> for, for, first of all, first of all, there's evidence of Exhibit A, Josh and Melanie at the, at the Royal Bad Word Club. Uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you guys are both adorable. How old are you guys? Um, I'm a lady. I would never say my age. No, no, I'm 35. I, that's, that's why I said you guys. I meant I meant uh, Josh and um, and um, and the cat. Uh, the cat. Right, exactly. I'm 35, and Mel is of an appropriate age to be dating someone of my age. Very well. I'm over 18. And here is uh, Exhibit B: the cheat in a place, specifically a um, a, a, a bureau. That's Melanie's drawers. Oh, he's sitting in your chest of drawers. Yeah. Well, I didn't know this. Who's giving? Ah! Who's submitting this evidence? Oh, that's Josh. Because I don't have your email address. Well, what, Josh, are you trying? Are you submitting evidence? So this is this is him hanging around. Did you? How did this happen? How did this this photo had to have been posed? Actually, you, those are just general can't... photos of the cheat. Um, he was just he just hangs around. When we first moved in, he had freedom of the house. Um, this is something that's been kind of imposed on him halfway through it wasn't from the beginning yeah because you chose to live with another human ah yes this is <laughs> i tried yeah, to be I nice know, i understand the there's been a change i don't understand there's been a change in the quality of life of the cat what i'm trying to suss out at this point is you can send in any picture of the cat and you specifically send in a picture of your cat sitting in my in, drawers sitting in the in the in the dresser drawer of the girlfriend who doesn't want the cat, and he's not lying down. He's sitting. He's I know. placing he's his, his dirt on my drawers. Yes, he's, he's placing his paws. He's placing his paws and his backside all over Whoa, these clothes. That's cool. <laughs> and and I've I've lived with a lot of cats. I've never known one that can open a chest of drawers. If I did, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> he probably tried on my clothes as well. So someone opened this drawer. Yeah, I wonder who. Melanie, do you leave your drawers open? Not often. Josh, I'll remind you, you're under fake internet oath. Did you pose this photo? I believe that was the day we moved in and uh, the drawer was empty. 
Next photo. Exhibit C. The cheat infringing. Yes. Here is your cat. This is evidence you have put in, Josh. Yeah, he was being bad. He knew he wasn't allowed up on the bed. Yeah, um, he's a cat. This is a photo yeah. of the cat on one of your pillows licking himself in a private area. Now, I'm not mad at the cat, Josh. The cat's going to do what cats do, that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But, but, and, and and a cat doesn't know why it does anything. You know what's good? You know what? You know, I can give you a perfect imitation of a cat at any moment in time. You want to hear it? Go on. Maybe I'll go over there now. (laughs) but you are a human who has free will you're trying to prove a point and you're sending in evidence i'm not questioning the cat for doing this i'm questioning why you are sending in these pictures this he's antagonizing me he is provoking me i am inclined to agree with you melanie that josh is using this court as some kind of personal art project oh your honor i protest i object this is picture was evidence to uh, try and try and balance the case because I was just going to send cute pictures of the cheat. The, you the, should have cheat in the drawer being one of the cutest. He's a okay. cat. Well, there are two. Uh, there are two things here. Either you are lying, right? Because no one in their right mind who was sincerely trying to prove their case exactly. would have sent in photos that prove the case of their opponent. So either you are being not lying, but completely disingenuous about this whole issue, or you, and I think maybe is more likely, you find this cat, you, you are so to- toxoplasmotically poisoned by this cat <laughs> that you look at the precise things that Melanie finds to be gross and you find them so adorable that the toxoplasmosis makes you take a picture and send it to me. Yes, you have you're lost. Right. You wow. have, which so which is it, sir? And I I warn you that you're under internet oath. Are you being sarcastic in my court, or are no, you blinded sir? by cat parasite? No, sir. I guess I may be a little blind. Yeah, he loves the cat more than me. Yes, that's I think that's probably true. That in journalism is what we call the nutcraft. <laughs> That's some crux right there. That's the crux. That crux we had before was false crux. Why don't you leave this weirdo? Um, Why are you living in this house that is, that is filled with repulsion for you? It's it's just the cat. Everything else is fine. Yeah, but you know what's going to – you know what? The cat's not going – here's the thing. This cat will go away in time, right? I know, yeah. The cat mm-hmm. will go away in time. Uh, the, the, uh, I would say what, uh, the cats have been living longer and longer. It seems everyone I know has got a 20 year old cat. Oh my God. So, and, and, and the cheat is 12. And I would say you have four to five yeah, I'd agree. years more with this cat. Yes. And what's interesting is that as the cat gets older, it will only grow more disgusting. <laughs> but it if will... I have a baby, Josh said he'll get rid of the cat. So maybe I need to get pregnant this year. Well, I have never heard of a better reason to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. 
uh, do are do you do you? But so so here's the thing: you're you're staring down the barrel of four years with this cat. Even if I, even if I've come down very harshly on Josh, and order him to uh, to to make all best efforts to decatify the bedroom and to uh, take uh, take better care to clean up after this possession that is his and not yours. Uh, uh, you are still staring down the cat barrel of about, let's say, three to four years. Of course, if you allow the cat outside of the house routinely, yeah. then life expectancy goes down. G- and, gi- and given the strength of your feelings that you express... And you have and you have assured me under internet oath that the, the, the strength of your feelings are honest and not exaggerated. Why don't you move out? It's because I can't afford to. All right. <laughs> if so you could afford does. to, yeah, would you move to your own place and wait for this cat to die and continue to see Josh? Josh would see me. I see. He would finish with me. If you moved out? No, if I said, I'm sorry, I've got to move out because of the cat. Is that true, Josh? Yeah. Oh, possibly. Yeah. Possibly. I prefer not to put it to the test. I wish we could just all get along. You, if you are truly and sincerely saying, look, I, I know that people in England listen to this. The point is... We've had English people on. I know that this podcast is out there, and I appreciate that it may have a reputation for being a comedy podcast. But you guys are and, – and I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that saying things like, if, if she can't live with my cat, I'm going to break up with her. No, if she moves out, I will be done with her, maybe. Or if he can't get rid of the cat, like these are strong things. And if you don't mean them 100%, I would prefer you not to say them. In that case, I will retract that. There's no way I'd let the G come between me and Melanie. I just want to come to that. Do you love your cat more than Melanie? No, I do not. It is a cat. If need be, I can put him in a box. Are you simply saying, have you simply learned what I want you to say and are now repeating it to me? No, no, I absolutely love. He's stubborn. <laughs> can you can you give me some? Do you need help? Is the cat in the room? <laughs> he is. He's behind us. He's you guys love to fight, right? Yeah. yeah. You love to get into a fight. We yeah. do fight a lot, and you right? You do. Well, and, we I, we both love to win. I don't think we both love to fight. We both love to win. Do you know what a yeah. zero sum game is? No. Well, I, it's a, admit, I don't either. It's a game where one person gets one point and another person gets zero. One person gets everything they want and the other person gets nothing of what they want. And that is the end of the game. I think. <laughs> I think that's true. It's a game where there can be no mutual benefit. Right. Where all, all uh, positive action for one party is negative action for the other. Thank you very much. And we are in a zero-sum situation here. Where, where if as long as the cat, well, if the cat remains, then then Melanie is going to be constantly repulsed. Yes, but I'll have a baby. I think I have to have a baby. Let's all right <laughs> with Josh. 
Well, anyone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think I've heard he everything I need to hear. If I had a baby, he'd get rid of the cat because it's not, you know, it's not healthy to have a cat when you're. <laughs> I think I've heard everything I need to hear to make my decision. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go into my room full of cats. Please rise, as Judge John. and lie down and let them walk all over me as I, as I come to my decision. I'll be back in a moment with a brief. Exits the courtroom. Josh, how are you feeling about your chances in this case? I feel like the floor of a taxi cab. <laughs> as in well trod upon. Yes. Melanie, how are you feeling? Thirsty. <laughs> Well, we'll see what Judge John Hodgman's decision is when we come back in just a minute. Hello, I'm your Judge John Hodgman. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is brought to you every week by you, our members, of course. Thank you so much for your support of this podcast and all of your favorite podcasts at MaximumFun.org, and they are all your favorites. If you want to join the many member supporters of this podcast and this network, boy, oh boy, that would be fantastic. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash join. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Aura. A-U-R-A. It's a simple but meaningful gift that you can give your mom or your dad or your step-grandparent or your uncle or your friend or anyone that you want to keep connected in your life who might not live near you, it's a digital picture frame from Aura. It's perfect for sharing pics of all the things that those friends can't be there for, from family vacations to grandkids' graduation to whatever. I have one of these, and I got one for my dad, and I got one for my mother-in-law, and it's amazing. We look at the photos all day long, and we're able to easily update their Aura frames so they see all the latest pictures from our lives as well. It comes with unlimited storage, simple controls on the frame. You can upload as many photos as you want, and your mom or your dad or your stepdad or your stepmom or your friend or whatever can pick the perfect one. And it takes only about two minutes to set up. Seriously. See why it was named the number one digital frame by Wirecutter, uh, The Strategist, and Wired Magazine. Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code Hodgman. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code Hodgman. Terms and conditions apply. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Babbel. Okay, it's 2024, 2024. Oh, if hindsight were 2020, I I don't know what I would have done differently. All I know is that I'm taking every day in this year and trying to get better a little bit every day. That's what you do. That's the way progress is made, step by step, day by day, bird by bird. And that's the way it is when you're learning anything, especially a new language with Babbel. And if Babbel can help you start speaking language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in the rest of this whole year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars to private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts, real human beings, to help you start speaking a new language in as little as one, two, three weeks. Studies from Michigan State University, Yale University, and others continue to prove that Babbel is better. And that's not just the Yale football team putting their thumb on the scale because they love learning Indonesian from Babbel. 
One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Take that, Yale, I guess. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but this is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash Hodgman. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman re-enters the courtroom. I have never in my court confronted more feisty or combative litigants. And truthfully, you are both ciphers to me. And I think you are taking pleasure in the fact that I do not understand what your real motives are here. Because you have said such provocative things from the beginning. When I said you want to put this cat to sleep and Melanie, you're like, yes, to now I'm going to have a baby with any man in order to get rid of the cat. It is bracing, I have to say, to confront both of you and try to suss out what is true and what is false. You people in England believe that we have no sense of subtlety over here. And I think you both are trying to gaslight me to prove that it's true. But I see subtleties within subtleties. I'm the crux finder, you guys. Melanie, you can say provocative things and uh, and swear on my podcast all you like, trying to get under my skin, trying to distract me. But I'm still going to find that crux. And I got that crux. And the crux is that you like to fight with me and with each other. You take pleasure in feisty combat. You like to wind people up. And this cat, this smelly, weird, dumb creature, is just a pawn. Get it? Pawn. Pawn. Yeah. Get it? Oh get it? Get it, Jesse? Pawn. Oh boy, I would rather not have gotten it. <laughs> in, your, in your game. This is not a zero-sum game. Because you are both getting mutual benefit from the fighting that you are enjoying over this issue. And I fully expect that if I were to find that short of the cat being put out of the house and your lives, there is no order I could make that would not ultimately be unsatisfying to Melanie. If I bar that cat from the bedroom, then like 100% of the time, and you were to do it, Josh, before long, there would be another problem with the cat and then another and another, because I do believe she is honestly repulsed by the cat, just as I do believe you honestly love this creature and the adorable mythology that you have built up around it in your fantasy novel that you're writing about the cat. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, by the way, publishing that entire history of, uh, of the cheat Resnor, your last name. If you send that in, I would like to publish that. The, the cheetahcy. That, that, what's that? It's the cheetahcy. The cheetahcy. Of course it is. That's evidence that you should have sent in in your favor. Yes. Instead of trying so. to wind Melanie up and me exactly. up by putting your cat's butt on her underwear and taking a picture of it and sending it in. Because 
Melanie and Josh, you will find you will find you will find dispute. And maybe because you enjoy it so much, maybe you need this cat because if I if if I ordered not that I ever truly would because you know uh, 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 a man uh, a man uh, who has a cat uh, deserves to see that cat to the full extent of its life and and give it comfort at its end. That is that's what being a cat owner, a pet owner of any kind means. The pleasure of having a pet is that it teaches you about death. Uh, it's coming for you, Josh. You're going to learn about it. Uh, but, so I would never order Josh to get rid of the cat. I would never order him to put the cat out of his own home, especially since, to be quite fair, it's his home. He bought it. He bought it with his money. And uh, and and he deserves to have uh, what what he what he wants in it. No offense, but if you guys had co co purchased this home fifty fifty, I I might come down quite quite more harshly on the cheat than I'm going to. Um, because you know then then Melanie, you have an ownership stake in your in in the house, but you don't. So it's just the way it goes, unfortunately, in a capitalistic system. Uh. But I will say that uh, you have invited Melanie to live in your home. You both you, – you, you feel, Josh, uh, I think under some of the levels, the deep levels of, of, of irony and sarcasm that you have been throwing at me, a real affection for her and, and I dare say a love for her. Absolutely. And you uh, you, you must appreciate – uh, that life has its changes just as – and perhaps this is why you are so resistant to change because just as the cheat has gone from mighty king to uh, 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 impotent in dotage, that his empire has crumbled and he is padding his paws towards the grave, chased by youth – that despise him. That is the change that we will all endure. And so there is change in your life. You are not a bachelor. And you're not married, but you are not living alone. You have invited a human to share your life and your home. You can't live exactly the same way you are used to living just because someone wrote a poem about it at one point. And while I would never deny a man a cat in his own home that he bought with his own money, accommodations always have to be made for when another human lives with you or else the other human may not want to live with you anymore, which, by the way, Melanie, is a choice you can make if you want to. But as long as Melanie chooses to live there and as long as you choose to allow Melanie to live in your home and share it with her, then you have to take her repulsion seriously. And insofar as you are able to tease out what her honest feelings are underneath the bluster and the anger and the, and the plain spokenness and get to the crux, if you, are as, if you are as skilled a crux finder as I am, then you will make adjustments. I will order these adjustments, not knowing at this point 
if indeed this will solve this problem, or if not, or if perhaps the problem for you guys happens to be the solution. But I will order that the cat may no longer be in the bedroom. The cat, the bedroom, Melanie must be allowed a cat-free room. Thank God. That is fair. And the bedroom is a fair room to be cat-free. Because that is the place where you and Melanie are most intimate. I don't mean that in a gross way. But it is the place where you and she share your life most closely. And where she keeps things that don't – she doesn't want to have cats walking all over all the time. Particularly an outdoor cat that is not only walking in its own feces like an indoor cat, but is walking in the feces of many creatures. So true. Probably, yes. If – if changing the litter tray, I mean, if you're really changing it every, like every two days. No, it's about twice a week. Let's right. be honest here. Yeah, it can slip a little. And I have to say to him, can you please do it? Can you please do it? Right. The, the, it, well, how, how many times, how, how often would you like him to do it? Melanie. Well, you're supposed to do it every day, I think. I mean, that's a bit too much, but at least every other day. Every other day, I think, is reasonable. Be great. Yeah. Every yeah. other day is reasonable, and, and that, yeah. that has to happen. And the other thing about living with another person is that there are, there are always different standards of cleanliness. And, and each, each has to become aware of what that standard of cleanliness is and make accommodations in their own lives and not make the other person responsible for their standard of cleanliness. Like, in other words, you can't. You got to pick up after your cat. You know what I'm saying? Dust and sweep. If you don't do it, you should be doing it anyway. Now's the time. You have to take a more proactive role in in vacuuming and maintaining cat hair and cat residue and getting it out of the house so that it is a place for humans first and not cats. Now, that I order because that is how it should be between humans. I wish you the both the best of luck in f- getting to the crux, the 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 secret double crux of <laughs> whatever's you. going on with each other. And I hope and I hope you enjoy fighting with each other for many years to come. Thank you. Uh, Thank but you. I do. But I, I do find uh, in favor. Oh, and, and I will say one last thing, which is Melanie. Don't have a baby to get rid of a cat. I can't imagine you are being serious. Not well. It's true, though. But if you do get pregnant, just not that it would ever happen anyway, but then you really can't handle the litter box at all because of toxoplasmosis. You know that, right? I find in favor of Melanie. This is the sound of a gavel. Meow, 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 meow. Judge John Hodgman rules that is all. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. Melanie, how do you feel? Fantastic. Thank you so much. Are you still thirsty? Did you get something to drink? I am. I'm going to wait till the show finishes. And that was, I have to say, honestly, that was one of the best laughs I've ever had on this show. That was one of the greatest responses <laughs> I've ever you. heard. Josh, how are you doing? I am shell-shocked. I'm chastened, but I, I shall survive and I shall take care of the cheat. It sounds like your love may survive as well. Josh, Melanie, thank you for joining us on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. It was great to talk to you. Thank you. Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. (laughs) Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. 
We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing. And wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on! Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. Judge Hodgman, how do you think you've been affected by toxoplasmosis? Would you say that you're less risk-averse? Do you find yourself being caught and consumed by cats because you're no longer wary of them? I'm sorry, I can't. What I have, a, I have a cat that is chewing on my earlobe right now. <laughs> it just seemed like a good idea. What, what, where could the risk be? So I allowed it to happen, but I can't hear due to the, the raspy tongue as it devours my ear. Um, this week's case was named by Tessa Kletty Keller. Thanks, Tessa. Thank you, Tessa Kletty Keller. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. Uh, just search for Judge John Hodgman to name future episodes of the program. If you have a case for Judge John Hodgman, go to MaximumFun.org slash JJHO. JJHO.org slash JJHO. No case too big or too small. But weirdly, there are cases that are too medium. Yeah. yeah. So try and take it one way or the other. <laughs> big, go big or go small. <laughs> Um, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone at SF Sketchfest. Um, if you've already got tickets to the Judge John Hodgman show, you can catch Jordan Jesse Go as well on Saturday afternoon, which is February 7th, I believe. Yes, that's correct, uh, at Cobb's Comedy Club with my brother, my brother, and me. Um, uh, what else? Is I, would, I would check that out if I could. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, oh uh, one other thing. Uh, we're right in the middle of the Kickstarter campaign for MaximumFun.org's first ever video show. Brian and Lindsay will totally eat that. Oh, cool! Um, so go to Kickstarter. I'll kick some. I'll kick some starts in. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Go to Kickstarter. Uh, search for Brian and Lindsay. We'll totally eat that. Or just go to MaximumFun.org and follow the link. Uh, I am really excited to make this show. You can watch the pilot there. Um, it's a really, really fun. Uh, funny show. You can find out what they think about chocolate Twizzlers is the first thing that they ate. Uh, they were, well, I'm not going to give you any spoilers. Uh, chocolate Twizzlers, you say. Hershey's Chocolate Twizzlers. Hershey's yes. Chocolate Twizzlers. <laughs> yes. Uh, and just to be clear, they are Twizzlers with the flavor of chocolate. 
uh, not chocolate with the flavor of Twizzlers. And if I may just say something about Sketchfest, Jesse, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing all of our Bay Area fans at the show. Whether or not you have tickets to our big live show uh, and whether or not you're going to see Jordan Jesse go, you can see me the Thursday night before our show when I do Riff Tracks with Mike Nelson and Kevin Murphy and uh, and uh, and uh, good old Bill Corbett with uh, special guest uh, Adam Savage. Oh, that sounds like a blast. It's going to be a blast and three quarters of Can a blast. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Think there's going to be any nerds there? No. Oh, it's jocks no, only, huh? No, yeah, it's, it's one of their rare jocks only shows. Gotcha. <laughs> so so bring your bring your corduroy baseball hats. Uh-huh. And your golf shirts. And your snowshoes. <laughs> snowshoes. <laughs> and your polo mallets for entry. Bring your Jiawai equipment. Oh. <laughs> to, okay. Uh, our show is produced by Julia Smith, edited by Mark McConville. You can find us online at MaximumFun.org. Um, you can discuss the show on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com, on our forum at Forum.MaximumFun.org, on our Facebook group, or on Twitter with the hashtag JJHo. We'll talk J-J-Ho. To- we'll talk to you next time on the Judge John Hodgman Super Podcast. I'm trying to sound more like a, more like a professional podcast. JJHo. JJHo. ho MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.